this is Room in the Trees, a podcast about living a creative life. Room in the Trees is hosted by Sabrina Ward-Harrison and me, Trent Reynolds. Show notes including pictures, links, video, and more for every episode can be found at roominthetrees.com. If you like this podcast, please consider showing your support. You can become a subscribing patron at patreon.com forward slash room. And now here's this week's episode. I got really nervous just now. <laughs> it can all go away, Sean. And none of this right. that you got to understand it's this is low, low expectations. Awesome. That, I, I perform actually really well. With uh, uh, expectations are low. Uh, what was the Saturday Night Live thing you were saying, Sean? About oh, lowered expectations. <laughs> I don't remember the exact skit, and it may not have come from Saturday Night Live. It might have been like Mad TV, but I remember late '80s that there was some skit that had two people walking on the beach. You know, it was like silhouettes. And that was the that was the catch was lowered expectations and whatever it was that they their their hitch it was hilarious. So it just we were talking about something the other day and it was uh, yeah it kind of came out as that. So like a dating thing. Or oh something? yeah, no, yeah. totally, totally. Like, yeah. lower. Lowered expectations. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I feel strongly about right now in this moment. And that is uh, salt and vinegar uh, kettle chips. Oh, my God. How do we feel about these? Yeah, 100%. Are you guys on board with the salt and vinegar? Do you have a favorite brand? So let me just say one thing about salt and vinegar. That used to be only in Canada years ago in the 80s. Really? And they weren't here. And so when I'd go to Canada, it'd be the special thing because we'd get the Lay's or the Munchies, I think was the brand. It was so exciting to go get the salt and vinegar chips. They called really? And, yeah, and then they came Way here in like go the night. Canada, <laughs> right? Right. I'll be I honest. Know. I like anything that's kettle chipped. You know, mm-hmm. if it's the jalapeno, but you know, I never liked anything that had vinegar. Obviously, pickles, but um, I never cared for anything like that. And then it turns out that I, I'm a huge fan of the salt and vinegar. Me too. I haven't I haven't tried the jalapeno. Do I need to try the jalapeno? I'm telling you, if you haven't already tried it, you haven't really lived. So I'm going to need to just press pause, run to the store, get a bag of those, and a two-liter of Mountain Dew. You won't feel good when you're done, but trust me, it's, uh, it's on the bucket Here's list. Mountain Dew. Oh, that sounds dangerous. Oh, my God. Take you straight, straight to heaven on that one. Right. Well, I'm so I'm so happy to have this conversation happening. Likewise. Do you want to do you want to introduce our guest? Yes. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. the love of my life sean mccabe oh yeah how about that i told told trent he's been in the know since the, the like right after the mm-hmm. time that happened into action oh nice and we talked about it on the podcast we had to delete it all out why <laughs> because oh just yeah. it was you know too much was, privacy, so privacy considerations yeah right. perfect yeah, yeah. perfect well, yeah. So uh, I'm but Sean. There, that does not mean that I am lacking detail. I, I need, I require some details from Sean's point of view, please. Oh, what? Do, where should we begin, Trent? I don't. Probably I at don't the beginning. Know. Yeah. 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 So I can go on and on when uh, when it comes to talking about how we met because we've known each other. We've run in the same circles for years, and uh, it wasn't until this past summer when. 
and, and we didn't know this at the time, but we had both come to a place in our lives where we were absolutely accepting of the fact that we were going to do whatever was in front of us and stop worrying about relationships and mm-hmm. just, just be the best us that we could be individually. And uh, we came to a point where neither one of us needed anything um, from anyone else. We were perfectly comfortable in our own skin. And it's, it's like, I won't say magic, but it was at that point that we found each other and found that not only were we good by ourselves, but we were better together. So mm. yeah, it was awesome. It was one of those, to be honest with you, Trent, I've tried to, I tried to carry myself with, uh, I don't know, an air of dignity and integrity. And I caught myself staring at this woman. And I don't ever do that. You can ask anybody in the circles we run in. That, I mean, I, I'm I'm a very respectful man. And uh, I don't know, I was sitting on my motorcycle and I was staring at this lady kind of mesmerized. And then she, I, we locked eyes and... I kind of shook my head and was like, Oh my God, what was that? And yeah. I just kind of wrote it off. And then that was a Tuesday. And by Friday we had seen each other again. And it was a very similar situation. I was sitting out on my motorcycle and she came out of a church and we just, huh, how about that? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I don't know. I can't really explain it. I just, so if, if I'm understanding correctly, your your dignity and integrity was compromised <laughs> exactly by Somebody the sheer me. attraction that that yes. uh, you felt for Sabrina. That is fantastic. That is fantastic. Yeah. I absolutely love loving her. Oh. It uh, it comes naturally. There's a ringtone on my phone. Uh, I don't know who the guy is that sings the song, but he sings this song. It says, you make it easy. Something along those lines. It's a country song. And every time it comes on, it's hard for me to answer the phone because it just, it's her. It's her. I just, I want to savor every moment. It's weird because like the last six months or so have gone by. It seems like six or eight years. Yeah. 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 Time slowed down when we, when we started dating. So you guys exchanged this uh, this uh, gaze, and then yeah. mm-hmm. what was the first conversation? What was the topic of conversation, or how did you guys start that off? So Sean, um, so I came out of the church. I said to him, and I said that on the podcast. I said this is a whole situation right here. By his Harley, and then I mentioned something about going to leaving for being. I, somehow I found out that I was an artist, and he said, "So are you someone like I could look up and." you know, you're, you're like a real artist or something. And I'm like, yeah, you, you look it up. Mm-hmm. So he went home, I guess, and looked it up, friended me on Facebook. And when he friended me, I looked to see if like, is it, like maybe he's just friends with all the girls on Facebook that we know. And then he didn't, he didn't have that. And um, I messaged my friend Marissa and I was just like, this is, it was just, it was just curious. I could tell some, and I, there's this way deep in my heart that from the very beginning, I just felt like I knew something had happened that was irreversible. That was just, that it all was somehow making sense as much as it was sort of all surprising. It was also completely like, I felt it life happening to me right then. So he sent me a really um, really loving message about, um, you know, the fear of, you know, the fear of not doing versus, and you and I talk about this on the podcast, the whole idea of like the risk of not doing 
versus what could happen if you actually do, you know, the fear of rejection um, is worth taking that the risk. The pain of not knowing yeah, the was far of... greater than the fear of rejection. Yeah. And he said, you know, a thousand apologies if I overstepped something and I've never done this in either way. It's, a, you know, God's will and regardless. Yeah. So. so the theme of the entire relationship thus far has been that I would rather the truth separate us than a lie hold us together. Mm -hmm. So whatever it is that's going on, if it's a fear, mm -hmm. which is entirely different than any other relationship, because we put on these masks when we go out in the world and we want people to like us, we want to present our best self. And I've found that my best self is an honest one that shows all my warts and all my wrinkles. And that if there's anything, if I have a fear, um, if I have a doubt, if I have uh, mm -hmm joys and, and whatnot that that i share all of that with sabrina and it's it's unlike any relationship i've ever been in yeah. where i'm she's she's created a world where i can be my true self i don't have to be a chameleon and be what i think she wants me to be because what she wants me to be is me mm -hmm. and and that's i don't know that's liberating so I'm finding out who I actually am mm. by being in this relationship and healing so many harms, so many hurts, you know, whether it's childhood or, or regrets or any of that stuff that, uh, that I'm able to heal. So it's kind of weird. I don't know what you've got going on in your little world right there, but we're sitting at the same table, kind of locked eyes and it's, it's, uh, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Right. I'm not part of that moment, unfortunately. <laughs> you are though. I can't. I can't lock eyes with the two of you or be right? be the fly on the wall. But no. But it is. It is. It's. It's always wonderful to to hear stories like this, and especially stories that happen in the right way. You know, like when things feel really healthy and truthful. You know, you, yes. we we've talked a lot about. Um, on the podcast over the course of the last five years about, you know, moments of resonance, you know, where mm -hmm. either you resonate with a process, with a material, with a, some method of creation or with another person mm -hmm. and how, how wonderful. And like, it feels like those are the moments when creativity is at its best. Right. Like, and, and just listening to you talk, Sean, it's like, you know, you space opens up, when it's done right and when when things are open and honest space is there for you to become more of who you are like a, a more to expand and become even you know even bigger That's i don't awesome. know i think there's something about that resonance that is creative that is additive you know like uh -huh. or expansive it's mm -hmm. it's kind of wonderful to hear the story of you know you both becoming you know, more deeply yourself in, in the process of learning each other. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Well said, Trent. Yeah. That's all I got. And also a little bit more, a little <laughs> bit more badass too. This is a whole other component too. To the, I'm wearing my Harley Davidson socks as we sit here. Oh, <laughs> I want to hear more about the badassery. What is the, the motorcycle was, I, wasn't that part of your uh, your initial response was the badassery of of, yeah. uh, of Sean? <laughs> yeah. Sean, how do you feel about your uh, do you 
Well, I I would suspect that you don't necessarily feel like no, a badass, but not at all. That's part of being a badass is that you don't. <laughs> yeah. Recognize uh, right how you don't recognize it. I'm a very humble guy. Just ask me. <laughs> that's right. No, you're absolutely right. It's it's. Uh, I'll tell you to to see myself through her eyes um, gives me confidence in just again, being me. And, uh, and I dig that she digs it. I don't, there's so many little things that you don't even recognize. Um, and to have somebody around that sees the little stuff, the little quirks, the, the things that other people might find odd, she's just overwhelmingly attracted with. Then I got to say I'm the same way. Um, yeah, I don't consider myself a badass by any stretch of the imagination, but I dig that she does. <laughs> well, I think you need to you need to tell us a little bit more about kind of what you're about. You know, I mean, you're about you're about the Harley. Yeah. What well, else? See, no, what else is? No, yeah, and, the, and that's and let me back up just by saying the badass. Like, I didn't know Sean. That I didn't know Sean's heart. I didn't know his. I don't know all the things I know of him now. Re- reflecting on the badass part, he is badass, but. That was the initial, like, you know, great to look at, and he's great on his bike, and and so you know, there was that initial, just like he had an initial attraction to that. But that's the whole person, the whole like. I don't sit around thinking of like, oh, I'm dating some badass, not dating, I'm marrying some badass. Well, but, we're not, we're not saying that he's I, one dimensional. No, he's, no, no, there are many dimensions all, so. to Sean. Yeah, but it's but it is. Uh, a but I never would have guessed dimension. in my life I would end up with such a total badass kind of a guy. <laughs> it's just, That's awesome. It's ridiculous. It's so, fantastic. So, uh, granted that this is not the only uh, attraction to Sean, nor is it is nor mm-hmm. uh, would I say that it's is his defining or most prominent characteristic. Mm-hmm. All the same, I want to know more. Right on. <laughs> Uh, we got, we got the Harleys. I know it is. Can I, can I ask, is it, is is there a loyalty to Harley Davidson or is it? uh... No. And I'm glad you asked. I have a, I have a 77 shovel head, which is uh, Harley Davidson. Um, I have a 2013 road glide, which is what we have been riding on uh, this fall. Um, Yeah. Harley Davidson road glide, which is a touring bike, very Mm -hmm. comfortable. But then I also have two Hondas. Um, because there's stuff you can do on a Honda you just can't do on a Harley. So um, I have a 2017 CBR 1000 RR, and then I also have oh, I also have a uh, I guess it's probably like 2014 CB 1000 R. So totally different what, riding. What can you do on those bikes that you can't do on your Harleys? 185 miles an hour. There you go. There you go. It's pretty badass, Sean. Well, and see now here's the deal. I don't I don't have a fear of a lot of stuff. Um but my natural inkling to go fast and, and die hard kind of attitude, you know, is is changing. Mm-hmm. It's changing. There's I've had me for the longest time that, that I had to worry about and I'm so comfortable with everything in my life. I'm so blessed that uh you know, I really don't have any fear of what comes after, um, but I'm kind of digging being here. You know, I, I'm by no means, uh, I don't have any suicidal tendencies, so it, I've never driven fast in the hope that something bad would happen. But the thought that uh, that I can miss out on the next couple of years has 
caused me to not want to drive so fast. To be mm. entirely honest, I uh, mm. I got a lot of catching up to do. So mm. there's there's a there's a want to be right here, right now, and uh, to be present in this mm. very moment. That that I I've had glimpses of in the past, but it seems like that's that's more and more what I want is just to be right here, right now in this moment. Hmm. With with Sabrina, obviously. Sure. It's interesting to think that, you know, we spend a lot of time, especially you know, I see it in my kids all the time. It's, you know, kind of just part of being a kid, I guess, is <clears throat> trying to grow up and wanting to be the the older kid and wanting to do the next thing, you know, that that is there for you to experience. But, mm. you know, the, we don't often talk about, I guess we do often talk about just the the joy of or the importance of just arriving and allowing yourself to, yeah, to arrive, have, you know, mm-hmm. and, and to, and you talk about like being present, like it's, it's an easy thing to say, but I think a much more difficult thing to, to kind of pinpoint until you actually feel it. I think yeah. I've, I've had a similar type of feel. I'm sorry to cut you off. The, no, I'm cutting um, you off. The, the thought I, one moment I can think of that comes to mind is I, when I was walking live to, uh, to kindergarten once just a couple of years ago and uh, holding her hand and she would, you know, kind of jump and I would swing her so she could jump a long <laughs> distance. And uh, there is this kind of desperation that happened, you know, like that feeling came where I was like, I mm. wanted so badly for that not to stop, you know, for that moment mm. not to stop and to, and then, you know, it's so easy to, to fast forward and, think of when she's a teenager and she'll no longer, you know, obviously be the size and have a desire to hold my hand and let me walk her to class, you know, but there is that kind of tangible feeling of being present and so invested in just the current, uh, you know, moment. Yeah. Wonderful to hear. What I was noticing for myself is that there's a wonderful Charles Dickens line about you. I wish you to know you were the very last dream of my soul. Mm -hmm. And I love that. When I read that a month or so ago, I felt that resonated for me because the peace I have in my life now, there's, you know, I'm so glad I met Sean now in my, at 44, 43, no, 44, where I, there's nowhere I need to go travel to. There's nowhere I need, there's no accolades I need to have. There's no, there's nothing, there's a very peaceful sense of this is, this relationship and this, this life right now is there's nowhere else and so nothing else needs to happen. Mm-hmm. So not that them saying it's all it's on this relationship, but the fact that right. this is just this complete something for me that is very, that's deep and, um, and I didn't dream of this. Right. So, right. You know, yeah. I would have sold myself short. Yeah. Right. But what's interesting is that I actually did take time uh, a number of years back to put together mm-hmm. something like an ideals list, mm-hmm. something that uh, attributes of a relationship and of a partner. And in doing so, you, you put together the best qualities you can think of that you would like in a partner and then try to aspire to them yourself. You mm-hmm. know, that idea that like begets like. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, I've, I've come out the other side a better man as a result of it. And then, lo and behold, 
as soon as I kind of stopped looking around, I wasn't as soon as I stopped looking around, but uh, she showed up in my life. So, mm. yeah. I think it really does come down to whatever it is, whatever season of life we're in, to try and enjoy this moment right here, mm-hmm. whatever that is. And, uh, right. yeah. Even when it's all the unknown and all oh. the, you know, all the fear and all the, like, even today at work, I said to Megan, as we're thinking about Liberate 2.0 coming, and, and I said, you know, Megan, there's so much we have to do and figure out, but I know we're going to be sitting there high-fiving each other, mm-hmm. and it's going to be happening, and so I'm trying for right now to just be in the fact that it feels this way. There's a lot, you know, we don't know, but it's to not be let stress or frustration be lead anything because it's all going to figure itself out, you know? So. I think, you know, just because I'm, I'm, we're on the podcast and I'm thinking about art making it just being, being an art (laughs) teacher. um, You know, there are moments when I see students and I can see the, the frustration of not being more uh, able to do what they want to do. Right. Like to make the painting, Mm uh you know to have the skill to be able to render the the, the way they want to render um mm-hmm. and i think part of my enjoyment is or i think i don't know I, I guess i'm kind of getting at the the same thing that you guys are talking about is like part of really understanding the joy of creation and and, and making art is like getting to the place where you're not worried about what you're not you know, is just allowing mm-hmm. yourself to enjoy the the place that you're at. Like, I'm not worried that I don't know how to paint like Rembrandt. Uh, right. I'm just I'm just enjoying the fact that I've got two hands and I can smush the paint around on the canvas. And it's like it's it's also about being present, I guess, and not having anxiety about uh, what I have not yet become. So yeah. does that make sense? That's phenomenal. But, Are you kidding me? Think, That's absolutely on point. It's yeah. nice, nice articulation of that. I think, yeah, yeah. It, it happens at like a macro scale, you know, and like on, on a life timeline, but also just like in each individual moment, I think when you're trying to sort through just being a person. What is that for you right now, Trent? Well, that's a little harder. <laughs> <laughs> you're asking me to, <laughs> you're asking me to, to think about, I had, I had a bit of a rough day, you know? <laughs> Did you? <laughs> I don't want to get into it. Yeah, just teaching photography to high school and middle school kids was was a little, a uh, little hard today. And I much rather occupy your life for for a few minutes. <laughs> no, I that's it's a good question. I'm not sure. I wanted to touch on that for just a second. That if if you're sharing something that you're passionate about and that you absolutely love and you you honor it and it's like, all right, so I'll, I built houses and I've, uh, I've gotten well enough at it that I'm able to teach other people how to do it. And I take something that I'm so passionate about. And then if there's somebody there that kind of just could care less, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that really hurts mm-hmm. to be honest with you. And I just, I thought about uh, classes in school and that I took, I took art classes that I wasn't, you know, I thought it would be an easy elective or whatever that I wasn't passionate about. And I wonder just how painful that is to try and share something that you're that passionate about 
with somebody who could care less. Now, hopefully that's not your situation. It just, it made me no, that, obviously that you is say something that makes me think definition. about definition. You're, you're, that is the definition of middle, middle school and high school is oh. could not care less. You know, I was like, I mean, I, I remember when I was in high school, you, what you care about is like the kids around you and who you, right. who's looking at you and who you're looking at, you know? Hmm. But yeah, no, that's, that's definitely part of it is I am a person that invests a lot of who I am in in kind of, uh, in teaching. And it, it's really hard for me when I feel like I'm not like nobody cares. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can see that. One thing that's, as far as, like, Sean the Craft, one thing I've loved watching is when he's building, he'll sometimes Marco Polo with me to show me his process and his progress on certain parts of the house. And just the careful circumspect and focus he has, and you know, compared to my, like, (laughs) you know, which, I mean, I have a, I can get, I get into my zone for sure, but. Um, I really admired watching how he works Hmm. and uh, it's fascinating to me. Would you say that that, um, I don't know, how would you say that, that, that you're two, one being more precise and one being more uh, stream of conscious? Is that a, is that a, uh, maybe I'm going to get myself in trouble. I don't know what they, I'm going to have to think about that a little bit more. For me, it's very calming to me to have his, his sense of organization or somehow like it, it's very, very grounding to me. Well, we're going to get married. Yay. (laughs) That see, and that falls under the, like my reveal earlier, this idea that we're living together down the road. Oh, We'll be in the two houses and that you'll keep this place for the studio. Right. Whatever God's got in store for us is better than anything we could have planned. Yeah. That kind of leads into a friend of mine had asked me if I'd actually proposed um, that I maybe had the cart before the horse because I was already deciding of an addition and having a ring made, all this lovely stuff. And he says, "Did, did you actually ask her to marry you? And I was, well, sure. I mean... Not, I mean, not really, but we're both, <laughs> we both understand that that's where this was going and you know, maybe you should do that. So it just happened to have taken place on Valentine's day where, um, we, we did, uh, we did the conversation followed by the question and I don't know. It's I don't beautiful. Know. Yeah. It's natural. Sean, have you met your dad? I did. Yeah. Um, he actually went for a motorcycle ride on my awesome. uh, road glide, mm-hmm. and I put him in a in a snowmobile suit, and he wasn't feeling well that yeah. day. Um, he had a bit of a cold. He had come into town and wasn't feeling great, but he he kind of sacrificed in order to to solidify whatever. And yeah. went for a ride, yeah. and it was great. It was great meeting him and Gretchen. It was uh, wonderful, and I met um, I Sabrina's mom. We went to California. <clears throat> went to California. It was in Pasadena. I was talking about that a little bit ago, and uh, yeah, it it's awesome. So 
Everybody's very cool, very accepting. So I don't have any apprehension about it. I'm married yeah. to her anyways. Well, it's nice that she comes from a good family as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. You, you get the family too. That's <laughs> part of the deal. So I haven't met her sister yet, but I have uh, done the FaceTime thing. And um, just a wonderful family all the way around. So. Yeah. And I love Sean's mom. She's just, Ree is just the coolest, <laughs> coolest cat in town. She's a hard And I heard girl. about the, the care, the carrot cake. Got the carrot cake. Carrot right? cake. There we go. Famous. Mm. The famous carrot cake. Um, just love her. I love her spirit. And, uh, she's tough and she's got a big, big heart. I like, I like loving her. Yeah. Well, it has been it has been a privilege, Sean, to to take some time and uh, and talk to you. This is our first, I think, first chance to really have a conversation, and uh, yeah. really happy for both of you. You guys sound awesome. Thank sound you. sounds like the real deal. Thank you. I'm excited to hear about what's what's on your agenda next, Trent. <laughs> sounds like you're more than at peace with your decision. Um, I don't know all the ins and outs, and I imagine I'll talk to Sabrina more about that, but. Uh, mean a lot to her so it's it's important it's a it's a work in progress this life that we're living so mm -hmm. whatever whatever comes is supposed to be i'm i'm you know my wife and i both have had the experience multiple times over the course of our relationship of just being able to look and in, in retrospect and see how things have happened the way they've needed to you know mm. and we've been we've been richly blessed so i've no reason to doubt that that uh, you know we won't be provided for things going forward too. It's so. awesome. Anyway, life is good. Yes. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Please help us grow our audience by rating us or writing a review on iTunes. To do that, you can use the link roominthetrees.com forward slash iTunes. You can follow us on Instagram at Sabrina Ward Harrison and at Trent Reynolds Art. And check out the show notes at roominthetrees.com where you can also get in touch if you have any ideas you'd like to share. Uh, rate us on iTunes and share Room in the Trees with a friend. With a friend. With a friend. <laughs>